Hey, and welcome back to Just Let Me Talk. I'm your host, Tammy. Hey, welcome back. It is Wednesday again, and we're still talking about downsizing. And um, I tell you what, uh, I am uh, just under two months, and I am still petrified. I think about what am I going to do when I retire? I'm going to be sitting on the couch, staring at the TV, eating all day long, and I will gain 100 pounds. I, I, I can't imagine. Days off, I, I can't be active. I, we went up and spent the couple days uh, taking care of the grandchildren, and I did nothing. And it was easy. I don't want to be that way. Uh, I'm making a list I'm checking it twice now. I'm making a list. Get up in the morning. Exercise. Do this. Do this. I think once I get back to where I'm going to work part-time, I'll be better. I could still get up early in the morning. I can still go in and exercise. I can get my job done. And then I can go out and work on other things. Sorry about that. Go back and look for other things that I can do. Um, you know, more jobs. Because... I've been working 40 hours a week, and on top of that, doing two to three hours worth of mystery jobs or more. Now, like this week, I've got nothing, but um, last Saturday, I drove an hour to do a 15-minute job. Uh, The week before, the first week in March, I did um, 19 mystery shops. So they're coming and going, and I'm not actually looking for a lot right now because I'm trying to work is a little difficult right now with scheduling I'm not sure what the deal is but every day I go how many days do I have to do this because it really is getting to be irritating I'm just so tired of me having to cover for everybody all the time and it just seems lately and I guess because COVID I used to have lots of employees and they sort of died down and it was the management wanted me to have less employees And so nobody was taking time off or going anywhere. Now everybody is. And now all of a sudden, well, if that person's not there, I've got to cover. Um, All this time, we've all done our own thing and it wasn't a big deal. Well, now with people not there, people are going to have to start covering again. And and that's why I'm having this trouble. But I I need to figure out what to do. The things I said I was going to do when I retired, I've done half of them already. Because I'm thinking, what can I do? Where can I go? Let's get this space ready for me. Let's get this space ready for me. Like I'm thinking about putting an office in the bonus room where I've got my eBay materials. And I'm like, you know, that one might be a good spot for me to go up there without being distracted, without worrying about who's talking to me and, you know, all that stuff. But uh, the internet name may not work up there that well. And we've had some issues with that. So it's like, you know, I need to have that office. Because at the office, I went in, I exercised, I do my little devotional that's on TikTok. I go on, I do this and this and this and this, and I've got it down. Boom, 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 boom. And when I'm at home, I'm like, I can't get half of what I do at work done at home. I don't know what it is. It's the space. It's the environment. It's something. And I've got to solve that because I do not want to sit home and watch TV and and eat until I'm as huge as a house. You know, it's like, ah. But anyways, we're talking about downsizing. This is the last week. I think this is the last one. So... 
There is a theory of how you do downsizing. You make four piles. You keep. Keep is one pile. Discard is another. Donate and gift. That should be very logical what those are. And as you go through your closet or your your room or whatever area you're you know getting ready to move you put it in one of the four piles there's no maybe piles you have to make a decision at that moment and you don't go back and move it if you're discarding it it goes in that box or pile if you're keeping it if you're gifting it and that's to family or friends another thing is to thin out those collections now we've talked about select collections last week and getting rid of them i know it's hard these are things you it's not really as much as you love the item itself as it's you found it you searched for it you want it on ebay that's what that item symbolizes um so you know pick out the ones you like the most and keep them and i've mentioned before taking photographs and putting them in a scrapbook and i had snack dishes and that's what they called i couldn't think of it last week the little glass trays with the little punch cups and i loved those things i loved all the colors but just to display one i had four others or seven or six others in a cabinet somewhere and i just really didn't have or wasn't going to have the space for it in the new house but i do wish now i had taken some pictures because I really did love those things. I think I loved them because my mother used to have them when I was a little girl. She would have these parties or bridge and she'd have these snack dishes and she didn't have half of the kind that I had collected, but I loved them. I had red and purple and aqua. Oh, and they were beautiful. But I now wish I had taken some pictures of them because I would have enjoyed maybe looking at those. But, you know, come to think of it, I have a scrapbook closet. I really need to work on that. Actually, that would probably take me all month to clean up that scrapbook closet. Maybe, maybe I do have a, a something that will keep me busy. You know, and I'm jumping around here, but I was hoping to go somewhere on vacation, but in June, but it looks like it's going to be July. We're going to rent a house at the beach for a week, and then we're going uh, 11 days on a cruise up to uh, New England and Canada in October, and we're going for a week to Williamsburg in December. So I really don't need any other vacations right now until we sort of see what life is going to shake out, you know, finance-wise, for sure. And, um, you know, I just, I don't know just sort of scary I just can't seem to focus in on it but you know I forgot about that closet if I clean up my scrapbook closet and get all things going and start scrapbooking again with the pictures that I haven't touched in oh probably eight years now been eight years uh, or nine eight or nine since I've scrapbooked so I've got a few pictures to I don't take as many pictures as I used to but I think I could fill several scrapbooks up and um, get those because the kids do like looking at those. Uh, maybe not the grandchildren quite yet, but my boys like pulling them out and looking at them. But anyways, let's get back to it. So, kitchens. Kitchens are hard. And I think it's because we're women and we collect. And when the kids are little, we have lots of tools. Like, I know I probably had 20 casserole dishes. 20 casserole dishes and the reason was I was making uh, I'd get up on Saturday and I'd cook meals the the last all month that's a lot of work 
but it, I was doing it with love. And even though my son won't touch a casserole dish today, um, I think he survived his childhood. But that was something I did. So I needed 20 casserole dishes. But when we moved, I didn't need 20 anymore. Or the tools that we purchased over the years, those specialized tools from Painbridge Chef and all these things. And realistically, now that the kids are gone and I'm not cooking that much, I'm not using them. And even if I'm doing entertaining, I'm not using probably 50% of them. So... You know, and I used to make cupcakes all the time for the kids in school until the, the the school board decided we were poisoning people and no longer could cook. You had to buy things from a regular grocery store, which t- still gripes me today. But anyways, so look at what you actually use on a regular basis. Do you need more than two casserole dishes or is one casserole dish enough? Do you have that special tool from Painford Chef you've only used once or is it still in the box? When we moved, I really went through my kitchen and got rid of many items I never used or had only used infrequently. Like I bought that great big mandolin. I love that mandolin, but I hate getting that mandolin out. I hate putting that mandolin back. So I don't use it, but I had to have it and I love it. I just don't like getting it out and putting it back. But anyway, so I went in with the mindset that I was not taking anything if I wasn't actually using it. When the kids moved out, I didn't cook as much, and so I really slashed and burned what I had in the kitchen. The only thing I hesitated was with my wedding china. Oh, I'm of that age that we, when you got married, you had china you picked out. I love my china. It's beautiful. It's blue and silver and... Oh, nobody's ever going to want it. But I just can't get rid of it yet. And I've probably used it 30 times in 30 years. But I love my china. My mother gave me her wedding china. And I'm keeping it for the nieces or grandchildren. But it's ugly to me. And my grandchildren will probably think my china is ugly. But it was something I was so proud to have when I got married. That I just can't release it yet. But it's up in an upper upper cabinet, and it's out of the way, and I don't get anything on the top cabinet shelf because it's too high for me. So it's not in the way. It's not taking up a lot of space. And I'm crossing my fingers that one of my granddaughters or niece may want it. Who knows? They may. They may not. I got rid of my collections. I gave my children their papers, their trophies, their photos, their baby clothes. I kept some book for the kids that they like to read. I'm keeping the china and a few heirloom dishes that were passed to me. I've sold everything else. I think it will be a small thing for my children to trash if they don't want to keep the dishes. But I won't be here maybe, so it's not a problem. Also, stop adding to your collections. Yes, you got rid of those hummels, but now you collect nutcrackers. And I'm speaking to myself because I got rid of a lot of my collections, but I do have my nutcrackers. But they're up on top of the kitchen cabinets. They're out of the way. They stay out all year long. And I don't buy expensive nutcrackers very often. I've got some up there that come from the dollar store. It's whatever 
I see and I go, oh, I like that or that's cute or that's different. That's what I get. Or I find something really on sale. I don't go out for the expensive ones. I may buy them, but this collection is just for my own happiness, not as any kind of uh, financial putting away money. You know, years ago, uh, I knew these people that were buying the Beanie Babies and they were spending the money and they were making the collections and they this was going to be their money in the bank. Now, how much are Beanie Babies today? That was not a good one. But anyway, so if, if you don't have the designated place in your new home for something, don't move it. Okay, so I've got an example for you. Before she moved to a condo, she had two large buffets filled with stuff. She couldn't fit the buffets in her new space, so she packed the contents into two boxes labeled buffet and brought them with her. When she got to the new space, she realized she had nowhere to unpack those boxes. It was an aha moment. Yes, if your buffet is filled or buffet, 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 it's filled with stuff. If you don't have the room for the furniture, you're not going to have room for the furniture for the stuff that's inside the furniture, right? Yeah. So yeah. So, anyways, that's all I've got for you today. It's uh, join us next Wednesday at 7 p.m. I think I have finished with downsizing. I think I went through everything. I've got to go check my notes for what I'm doing next. But anyways, I so appreciate you joining me today and hope you've learned something. And um, I thank you for joining me on this journey as I'm experiencing the up and downs of retirement and how scary it can be. And... um, what's all going with that so anyways join me next week at 7 p.m on wednesday as we continue with just let me talk y'all have a great week thank you for joining us on just let me talk this episode was brought to you by the keto sisters They offer a 21-day real-life challenge. Keto is so confusing, and this challenge takes you step-by-step, day-by-day, and teaches you the very basics of keto. Each day builds on the previous day's learning. They teach you about tracking carbs, and then about adding fat, and finally how to understand macros. It's a challenge full of grace and encouragement. It's real-life keto. You'll be paired with a big sister, or sista that will answer all your questions and be your own personal coach to help you get through the challenge. The link is below. Disclaimer, if you join the challenge, I do get a small commission. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next week at 7 p.m. on Wednesday. Set your clock. See you there.